Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's new, it's amazing, it's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Well, this Sunday will dawn like any other Sunday, but for many men like Chester A. Riley, it will have a special significance. Yes, Father's Day, the day King Daddy comes into his own. And this year, Riley hopes things will be different than on last Father's Day, when he rose early, eagerly anticipating the tribute so rightfully his. And the first person to greet him was his wife, Faith. Good morning, Riley, dear. Happy Father's Day. This is for you, from me. From me? Oh, thanks, Dumplin. But really, you shouldn't have done it. Handkerchiefs. Just what I needed. Do you like them? They're the extra-large size. Perfect for my nose. <laughs> Thanks, Dumplin'. You're really sweet. Well, you deserve it, dear. After all, you are a father. Yeah, but I owe that all to you. <laughs> and then a little later... Good morning, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. Here's a little something for you. For me? Oh, Babs, you shouldn't have done it. Now, let's see what you... Oh, Babsy, darling, just what I needed, a mahogany lunchbox. Daddy, it's a cigar humidor Oh, well, it's really beautiful, honey Boy, if I was a cigar, I'd love to lay in here <laughs> And finally, Riley was greeted by his son and heir, Junior, who said Hello, Pop Goodbye, Pop Oh, Junior, you shouldn't have... Wait, Junior! Wait, Junior, come back What's the matter, Pop? I'm in a big hurry Well, didn't you forget something, Sonny dear? Forget? Forget what? Junior, you know what day today is today? Huh? Today? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I almost <laughs> did forget. I'll go get it now. Oh, that's fine. Uh, 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 Junior, wait, wait. Can you give me a little hint what it is? Well, you know. Go for poison. <laughs> I'll get you a pint. Junior, you know I never touched this. <laughs> go for poison? Well, you told me to be sure and get go for poison, Sonny, because you need it for the backyard. I'll be right back. Well, well wait, Junior. I'm going with you. Wait. <laughs> A lot he thinks of me. 
All year long, I slave for him, and on Father's Day, he buys drinks for a strange gopher. Come on, Pop. Let's get home and go to work in the gophers. I got to play ball later. No, wait a minute, Junior. Uh, look at all that swell stuff Pitlike has in his window here. All men's stuff, too. I wonder why. Well, it's a haberdashery, that's why. He only sells men's stuff. Oh, come on, Pop. We're wasting time. No, no, we ain't. It's a good idea to see what people are trying to sell to people who want to buy. Someday you might want to buy something like uh, like that red bathrobe there with the blue dragon. Only twelve sixty-three. What a beauty. Me buy stuff in here? On my income? Thirty cents a week? So what? It means a lot to people when someone they love remembers them. And it ain't the principle, it's the gift that counts. Yeah, that's right. Mom sure was happy with the chocolates I gave her on Mother's Day. Yeah, she sure was. But of course, your mother ain't the only one in the family you love, is she? No, of course not, Pop. I love you, too. Well? But you don't expect me to buy you a gift on Mother's Day. No, no, of course not. But as the saying goes, every dog has his day. Waldo Benny. Oh, hello, Waldo. Where are you, Waldo? In front of you. Lower your eyes a little. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hiya, Waldo. How's my little neighbor today? Oh, my sagging sacroiliac. Well, what's making it sag this time? I'm disappointed over the gifts I got for Father's Day. You're disappointed. But, Waldo, you have no kids. I know, but we have three turtles, Manny, Moe, and Jack. And every Father's Day, my wife gets the turtles something to give me. Oh, I see. Well, that's sweet. What what did the turtles give you this year? A box of dead flies. (laughs) Well, at least you got something. My junior forgot all about it. Well, you know how boys are. It probably just slipped his mind. No, you don't understand, Waldo. It goes deeper than that. I always say, show me where a boy forgets his father on Father's Day, and I'll show you a father who's too stupid to raise his kids right. Come now, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't get into a pet about it. I'll go even further. To my son, I'm nothing. Father's Day. Hmm. To Junior, I'm only a stranger who's living with his mother. (laughs) I'll go even further. He's an ungrate. There's the phone, Mr. Riley. Anyone inside to answer? Uh, Junior, it's probably his girlfriend, that Marilyn Morris. He's always gabbing with her. Boy of 13. Does he think about his father? No. All he thinks about is girls. What's happening to the kids of today? Well, after all, a boy of Junior's age, it's normal for him to be in love. He'll grow out of it when he gets married. <laughs> Hello, Marilyn. How are you, Drip? Drip. He never calls me that. I tell you that Marilyn's a bad influence on him. Oh, my pa's fine, thanks. How's your old man? You see, she was asking after me. Swell little kid, that Marilyn. <laughs> no, he's not around. No, I don't know what to get him. Well, I saw a bathrobe at Pitlock's men's shop. It was neat. Waldo, I was wrong. He remembered. He remembered. Mr. Riley, control yourself. Please put me down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Waldo. Yeah, I know, but she 
Gee, Marilyn, it cost $12.63. He's going to buy me a bathrobe. Ain't he a swell little ungrate? I know, but where can I get that kind of money? Okay, goodbye. Too bad, Mr. Riley. I guess you're not getting the robe after all. <laughs> Who ain't? All he needs is twelve sixty-three, right? And it's for a good cause, ain't it? Me. <laughs> I'll just slip the dough to him so as he'll think he found it by accident, see? Oh, that's ingenious. Sure. Junior may be thirteen, but believe me, I'm his mental equal. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good, Riley? Yes, sir, and how? Oh, that sure was a nice dinner we had for lunch. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, uh, Junior, darling, uh, please go look in my tobacco jar. I want to smoke my pipe and kill off the smell of that gopher poison. Oh, I'll look for you, Daddy. No. No, let, let, let Junior do it. Where is it, Pop? It's always oh, oh. here. Hey! Hey, look at all the money in here. Money? You don't say well, I declare, how much? Well, I'm counting it. It's, it's ten, eleven, twelve dollars and sixty-two cents. Sixty-three cents. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here's another penny. <laughs> oh, such an odd amount. Is it yours, Riley? It's your tobacco jar. Now you know I don't smoke money, <laughs> so it can't be mine. Anyway, the law says finders keepers. Congratulations, Junior. Pop, it's your tobacco jar, so that makes it yours. Here, take it. What, well, Junior, I'm ashamed of you, trying to cheat your own father into that money. You keep it. Babs, is it yours? Why, no, Mother, I wish it were. Junior? Oh, gosh, no. Riley, are you sure you didn't put it there? Now, why would I do that? I tell you, it ain't mine. Well, then it must be mine. Hand it over, Junior. <laughs> what a revolting development this is. Did it work, Mr. Riley? Yes, sir, Waldo. It worked like a charm. I took the 1263 that you lent me, and I, I slipped it into Junior's coat pocket. And then I spied on him. Oh, I'm all goose pimples. Yeah, and when he found it, he beat it right down to Pitlock's men's store. Oh, say, that's just splendid. Uh, but what if the boy catches us here in his room? No, he won't. Let's see. Maybe under the uh, under the bed. Yeah. Yeah, here's the box he brought home a while ago. What a loyal son. I'll bet he got you that bathrobe. Oh, he shouldn't have done it. Now, let's make sure that he did. <laughs> Hurry, Mr. Riley. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it open. I'm get... Oh, boy! It's a red one. With a belt and sleeves, too, and a blue dragon. He remembered Waldo out of a clear sky. Better put it back now before you get caught snooping. Oh, he's playing baseball. Oh, I gotta try it on. I wanna see if it looks as good on me as it did on the dummy in the window. <laughs> oh, get a load of me and my boy's present. What a wonderful feeling. Mr. Riley, I heard something. Take off that robe. No, let me grovel in it for a while. Junior, are you home? Yeah, yeah, who's that? Junior, is that. Oh, it's you, Mr. Riley. Oh. Oh, hello, Marilyn. Uh, Waldo, this is Marilyn Morris, uh, Junior's little girlfriend. I beg your pardon. Junior's fiance. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, Junior's fiance. Uh, uh, junior ain't here, Marilyn. So I see. Mr. Riley, what are you doing in my Junior's room? Well, I I, I just came in for a if minute. If Junior to... wants to let you snoop in his room while he's out, that's up to him. But once I marry him, it'll have to stop. 
She's moving in already. And just what are you doing wearing my father's robe? Well, I was just seeing if it fits your father's robe. Why, yes. Didn't Junior tell you? No. Well, I, I, I don't believe it. Junior got this for me for Father's Day. I'm awfully sorry, but it's for my father. You ask Junior when he gets home. So I'll just take it, please. Uh, here, Madeline. Thank you. Bye. Waldo, i got to sit down. Now, don't take it so hard, Mr. Riley. This is how he repays me after all I've done for him. When he was born, who visited him in the hospital? <laughs> I did. When he had poison ivy, who helped him scratch? <laughs> I did. Plenty of sacrifices I made for that boy. Mm. Oh, dear. Under this vest of mine, my heart is bleeding for you. Then how does he show his gratitude? He buys a gift for Marilyn's father with my money. Well, tell me, what sort of a man is this, Mr. Morris? He's nothing but a big bag of wind. He's an overstuffed, stuffed shirt. He's snooty, he's obnoxious, and... Oh, how I wish I was him. <laughs> We'll hear the second act of The Life of Riley in a moment. It's Tops on the Shampoo Parade. It's P-R-E-L-L-Pearl Shampoo. Yes, Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell's a shampoo hit for two reasons. First, Prell leaves hair more glamorously radiant than any soap shampoo because Prell can't leave a dulling soap film. Prell leaves hair radiantly soft, smooth, easy to manage. Second, Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. In most cases, even stubborn dandruff was controlled by two Prell shampoos a week. And Prell goes farther than any other known shampoo. It's concentrated for economy. So try the shampoo in the handy tube. Ask for Prell. Prell Shampoo. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Riley? Oh, Riley! I'm in here, Dublin. Oh, hello, dear. You should have come to the movies with me. It was... Why, Riley, what's wrong? You don't look well. Your face! Sorry, but it's the only one I got. I'm okay. Where's Junior? I don't know, and I don't care. Why, Riley, that... Oh, I see. Uh, he didn't come through with a Father's Day gift. No, he gave me something, all right. A headache. Well, the day isn't over yet. He'll probably remember. It ain't the gift that I care about, but it shows he ain't got no respect for me. Oh, now, that's ridiculous. Here I feed him and clothe him and give him an allowance, and he don't care enough for me to buy a little something for Father's Day. If he acts like that now, what can I expect from him when I'm too old to work and I'm broke? <laughs> he'll send me to the poorhouse. That's the kind of a son he'll turn out. Oh, now, Riley, you're exaggerating the I whole thing. I ain't exaggerating. I know his type. And I'm warning him right now. The day he sends me to the poorhouse, I'll cut him out of my will without a cent. <laughs> It's a very nice robe, Marilyn. You really think so, Mother? Junior selected it for me. I gave him the money. But your father can't use two robes, dear. 
But I didn't know you were getting him one, too. Now, what'll I do for a gift? Well, you can give your father one of the presents your brother got for him. He got two, a pipe and pipe rack. And you can return this robe to Pitlack. I have a better idea. I'm afraid Junior isn't going to get Mr. Riley anything for Father's Day. He was broke this morning. Oh, that's a shame. Mother, maybe I ought to send this to Mr. Riley and let him think it's from Junior. Well, you paid for it, dear, but don't you think... I'll do it. I might as well face it. Mr. Riley is my future (laughs) father-in-law. Yeah? I've got a package for Mr. Riley. Sign here, please. Package for me? Well, but it's a robe from Junior. The darling boy bought one for me, too. He went back to Pitlax and he... This isn't from Pitlax. It's from a Mrs. Morris. Sign here, please. Mrs. Morris? Well, what's she got to... Well, then, this must be the same robe Junior got Marilyn's father. They're sending it back to me. Sign here, please. I get it. The Morrises feel sorry for me. Naturally, a man your age who can't sign his name. (laughs) They took pity on me because Junior forgot me. Sign here, please. I may be drafted any minute. (laughs) The, The Senate is staying up tonight just for little me. Well, they ain't getting away with it. I'll show that, Morris. I don't want no secondhand leftover presents for Father's Day. Yes? Oh, it's you, Riley. Mr. Morris, take back your cheesy bathrobe. I mean... Mr. Pitlack, this is Waldo Binney. You had a red bathrobe with a blue dragon in your window. No, that one is sold, but I have an excellent duplicate which is also just like it. Oh, fine. Charge it to me, but deliver it immediately to Mr. Riley. 1313 Blue View Terrace. Yes, sir. And uh, put in a card to Pop from Junior. Yeah, package for Mr. Riley. Sign here, please. Just hold this pencil and I'll steer your hand. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Wait a minute. This looks like... I thought so. That bathrobe is back again. That Morris, he won't take no for an answer. Well, I'll fix him. It's you again, Riley. Listen, Morris. In case you didn't get me the first time, I don't want this bathroom. Here. Mother, I got it. Oh, that's fine, Dad. Oh, it's a lovely robe, red with a blue dragon. Mr. Pitlack said they're very popular lately. He sold three today. (laughs) I've made out the card to Pop from Junior. Oh, that boy. Imagine forgetting about Father's Day. Oh, he's just a busy infant. I'll leave the robe on the couch in the living room. Oh, Daddy will be thrilled. Oh, it is nice. When your father sees it, he'll go wild. (laughs) 
Hey, fine thing. Nobody even... What's this? Again with that bathroom. It keeps coming back like an itch. That Morris. Now he's breaking in my house to make me take it. Oh, it's you, Riley. Now, listen, I'm getting tired. No, you're getting tired. Well, it's me that's been doing the walking. I'm telling you for the last time... Now, wait. Back your bath. Now, and keep it back. Oh, my feet. I gotta rest. I'll stretch out on the grass here. I'm dead. If you can say it, then there's no truth to it. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, I didn't see you. I, I had my eyes closed. You never look better, believe me. <laughs> Ain't you in the wrong park, Digger? Oh, no, this... This is strictly social. I'm on my way to the weekly meeting of the UEPNBS. UEPNBS? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers Nature Boys Society. <laughs> Our slogan is, Let us help you get close to Mother Earth. Care to come along? No, not the way I feel now. I got troubles, Digger, on account of my kids. Ah, yes. Children can be a problem. Yesterday, a gang of scurrilous scamps stole a sign from a cigar store that had a special Father's Day sale. And then they hung it on the door of my business establishment. Ooh, I was furious. Why? What did the sign say? Let us save you all the fuss and bother. We'll be glad to deliver a box for Father. <laughs> Every store has signs. My boy didn't even remember me. I tell you, the kids of today got no respect. Oh, that isn't true of my offspring. My boys worship the very ground I work in. Well, it ain't the gift so much, but... Well, at work Monday, all the guys will be bragging what their kids gave them, and I'll be ashamed to face them. You needn't be. Buy a gift yourself and pretend it's from Junior. That will remind the dear lad of his neglect. And teach him a lesson for the future. Yeah. Hey, that is an idea. Digger, you're a pal. Someday I gotta do something for you. Don't worry. Someday you will. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> How do I look in the swell new bathrobe that my boy Junior gave me? Oh, you look wonderful, dear. Oh, you're absolutely handsome in it, Daddy. And that dragon on the back is beautiful. Yeah, that, that dragon brings out my personality. <laughs> I wish Junior was home to tell me how I look in it. I'm going to take another candle in the mirror. Oh, Dad, I'm so glad we bought him that robe. Oh, you'll have to tell Junior not to let on that it wasn't from him. Yes, sir. Some people might have thought Junior forgot me, but not my boy. Uh, when he comes home, I want to talk to him private right away before anyone else. Does. 
Good evening, one and all. Well, Hello. come right in, Waldo. You're just in time to see me in my Father's Day present. Wonderful, wonderful. I see they delivered. I mean, uh, you got the robe from, uh, from Junior? Why, how did you know that, Mr. Benny? Oh, a little bird told me. Hi, Pop. I'm sorry I'm so late, but I finally got it. Pop, where did you get that? Well, Junior, you're losing your memory. You sent me this robe. Remember? Come outside. I sent it. Oh, no, Junior, don't contradict me. Come in your room a second. Oh, but Pop Now, don't argue, Junior. You sent your father that robe. Yes, Junior, don't be such a dope. But I... Junior, you you come outside with me. I'll prove that you sent your father that robe. (laughs) Somebody's nuts around here. But I got Pop's gift right here in this package. What? A robe from Pitlocks. Oh, Oh, I couldn't get the pipe I wanted to get you. I went to every place in town. So I came back and got the robe. Look. Uh, the same robe. But, Pop, where did you get the one you're wearing? Never mind, Junior. You came through for me, and, and that's all. Oh, I get it. You bought the other one. You thought I wasn't going to remember you. Oh, Pop. Well, I, you must think I'm a pretty funny kind of a son. Oh, it wasn't your father, Junior. It was my fault. I was the one who didn't think you'd remember. Why, Mom. Well... I put Mother up to it. No. No, it, it was my fault, Junior. I bought it. Oh, no, Riley. You mustn't take the blame. I bought uh, it. Junior, I was the doubting Thomas. I bought that robe. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I demand a recount. I went to pit like personal and bought this robe. I phoned him to deliver it. I gave Babs the money. And I brought it home. Right. I know where I got it, don't I? Well, you needn't yell. Folks, I... folks, listen to me. Now, you keep out of this, Marilyn. Next, you'll be saying you sent me this robe. Why, yes, Mr. Riley. But how did you find out? This is ridiculous. We couldn't all send him that robe. Now, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let's get logical. There's only two robes. Junior bought one, and I bought one. Two robes. Get it? Two. Where's that idiot, Riley? Oh, here you are. Just a minute, Marilyn. Listen, you big baboon. Take back your blasted bathrobes and keep... I hear... Now I got five bathrooms. Five bathrooms. Just what I needed. The Rileys will be back in a moment. For hair that's groomed well, it's Marvelous Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the tube. From Hollywood, California, Mrs. E.N. Green writes, My hair is very dry and fine-textured and has always been hard to care for. But Prell leaves it so manageable, looking so clean and radiant. I'm really sold on wonderful Prell. You'll be sold on Prell, too, once you see how radiant Prell leaves hair, how quickly it removes unsightly dandruff. You'll sing about Prell. R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright Not a bit of dandruff is in sight Comes in a tube, handy too P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo Oh, I never had such a headache You and your five bathrobes Yeah, well it's wonderful to know that I'm so lovable (laughs) (laughs) And so modest Yeah, and especially that my boy likes me don't I look swell in this bathrobe that Junior gave me? <laughs> yes, but uh, to tell you the truth, dear, it, it makes you look awful fat. Well, you'd look fat, too, if you was wearing five bathrobes. 
invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Schiff and Alan Lipscott. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. In the factory. On the farm. In the home. Hey, Mom, where's the lava soap? Yes, no matter what you do, you need L-A-V-A, lava soap, to get dirty hands really clean because lava gets the dirt ordinary wash-ups miss. In every inch of lava's snowy lather, 50,000 tiny scrubbers remove the deep dirt from skin crevices between fingers around fingernails. With lava... Hand soiled by machine oil, grease, or grime comes sparkling clean in 30 to 50 seconds. Mothers know lava is wonderful for cleaning children's grimy knees, hands, elbows, and housewives everywhere are discovering the magic of lava. Mrs. Muriel Nimmo of Montclair, New Jersey says, Even kitchen stains come off easily with lava soap. Lava cleans my hands quickly, leaves them feeling satin smooth, too. And lava is amazingly gentle, too. So get the soap that gets the dirt. Get lava soap. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next week when Frell brings you The Life of Riley. And now stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.